and Ian Botham has in the last hour been speaking to the BBC about his decision to back a British exit. Let's have a listen. Personally, I think that England um, is an island. Welcome to episode 9 of the Gristle Digest, the only weekly podcast that comes with a free poster of 80s comedy legend Bobby Davro and a cookbook of Pan-Asian recipes compiled by former England batsman Mark Butcher. Wowzers. Today is the 30th of May. My name is Eric Sen and I'm joined as ever by my good friend Paul Moss. How's it going, Paul? It is going, uh, yeah, none too bad at all. None too bad excellent, at all. Excellent, excellent. This week, Paul, EU referendum special. It's Refmageddon. It's <laughs> Refficide uh, Refflemania is where Ref-mania. we are. <laughs> Quality. Just coming up um, with it. Just, just riffing. That's right. With Britain set to decide on EU membership in just over three weeks, we are going to break down everything you need to know about the debate. So when you stumble into the voting booth on the 23rd of June, you feel ready to do battle and intensely sensual in a way you never thought possible. Um, so, start off with Paul. Wowzers. <laughs> 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 yeah. First, we're going to bring you a poll update. We're going to bring you live poll updates this throughout this entire episode. So, um, we're bringing you live up a poll update throughout the show, keeping you in the thick of the action, keeping our finger on the nation's pulse. Uh, if we take a look at the first poll, taken on the Daily Mirror uh, website, uh, and the Remain campaign is on 44%. Ooh. The Leave campaign is 36%. And 18% say they love beer and tits. So, awesome. that's uh, awesome. the Daily Mail. But that, no, but there's genuinely 80% und- undecided at the moment, according to wow. uh, sorry, the Daily Mirror. Uh, the Daily Express, uh, or the Express generally, uh, has remained on 46 and leave on uh, 36. Uh, but a video on its website displays um, a completely different set of figures. So it's, <laughs> uh, it's, not, it's not clear <laughs> what the Express position uh, is. But uh, interestingly, though, mm. if you look at um, the bookmakers, uh, they have a very different uh, sort of opinion. That's where you've got to go for the truth. And I think that's, I agree with you. And the bookmaker, so Betfair, has it, uh, so in percentage odds rather than sort of number odds, has Mm. it as 81% likely that Britain will vote to remain and 19% likely that Britain Britain will vote to leave. (laughs) And I think that's, that's kind of, that's quite telling in a way. Um, We will see if that changes, Paul, throughout the course of the show. Because it could, you never know. Well, I'd like um, to think we, we're probably making a difference now. I'd like to think... Probably are uh, making a difference, probably, mate. Probably getting a bit of swing one way or the exactly, other. Exactly, exactly. I haven't got a swingometer, but um, maybe next year. Maybe when there's another referendum. <laughs> um, so you're probably thinking, um, Paul... <laughs> and, oh, I'm thinking. <laughs> and the public at large. Uh, the economic arguments concerning the EU membership are important. Of course. As are the political and social ramifications. Uh, you've, you've got to consider your political social ramifications that's a given exactly exactly but the greatest concern to us all really is which celebrities are voting leave and which are voting remain this is how i make decisions on literally everything precisely if celebrities didn't do stuff i really wouldn't know i wouldn't know what to do i'd be clueless exactly i'll just sit at home 
um, lap it up. Yeah. But um, so I've got a few. I've got a few um, kind of disciples for both camps. Go for it. Uh, and I'll run. I'll run through a few of them for you if you if you if you would indulge me. I would. Um, so be happy to. <laughs> 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 on the on the leave campaign to start with, uh, yep. firstly we've got Sir Michael Caine. Caine, um, yeah, who once said, "Unless there was some extremely significant, I can't do his voice, <laughs> extremely <laughs> significant changes, we should get out. You cannot be dictated to by thousands of faceless civil servants." <laughs> Uh, that was a poor attempt there at the end. <laughs> not a bad, <laughs> but, not a bad attempt at all, Kano. But there, you, but there you go. Yeah, that's Kano on the way um, out. So. On the way out. Yeah, it doesn't like it. Doesn't. It doesn't. Doesn't. doesn't it? Ironically, made fame in the Italian job, but uh, oh, now quite irony. against this European irony. European working. Good grief. Oh, Kano. Next on the list, Paul, of celebrity leavers, um, is the one and only Dragons Den Supremo, Duncan Bannatine. Bannatine. Banners. I thought who, I was, I'm shocked. Wants, exactly. <laughs> shocked I'm, I'm, I was, you know, very shocked. But yeah. he once said to his Twitter followers, there are many, many reasons, but when I consider all of them, I know we are better off out of it. Many, many. I'm out. That's it. That's I'm his out. catchphrase, though, isn't it? I'm exactly. out. Exactly. He's, he's just doing that to promote. I'm he's out. probably got a book out. I'm out. I'm out. So, Take that uh, with that's Banners. Uh, next on the list of celebrity leavers, Kate Hopkins. Ah, oh, no kinda, way! Kinda not no not level-headed, there. rational Katie Hopkins. Yeah. Ah. Oh. Yeah. No surprises there. Infamous, big-nosed, renter, right-wing gob, Kate Hopkins <laughs> is of course voting leave. Once saying, "We are about to be deluged by a wave of immigration, and oh, I don't Jesus. think it's something our country can cope with anymore." Oh, um, in in a situation where I'm sure someone didn't really even ask her about immigration, she just threw that in there anyway. She was uh, probably just uh, ordering breakfast somewhere. She was probably just orange yeah, exactly, juice and Hopkins. We can't handle any more immigration. We can't. We can't. Uh, the next one, Paul, uh, I think would, might genuinely surprise you. Ooh. It's uh, but yeah. So the final celebrity leaver is former glorious Spurs footballer who later disgraced himself by joining the shit-stained ranks of Arsenal. <laughs> Sol Campbell. No. Exactly. Sol Campbell. Sol Campbell opposes free movement of people, mm. saying, "If we want to see more English stars like Harry Kane rise through the ranks, we should take back. We should take back control and vote leave." Says Sol Campbell. Yeah, that is a brilliant. If you want to see point. some more yeah. players like Harry Kane coming up through the ranks, Sol. Maybe you stay at Tottenham, Sol. You know what I'm saying to you, Sol. He's, he's got a point though. I am sick of uh, EU policies getting in the way of developing oh, Premier League football. Tell me about it. Get your every dirty time, French fingers off our league. Oh, Every oh. time I see England go out of a major yeah. tournament, I'm like, the that EU. is because of the fucking EU. The EU. You know? Oh. So oh. that's uh, the celebrity leavers, Paul. They're I'm swayed there, I think. That is a, what a handsome yeah. group of celebrities there. Wow. What they are. Banners, oh, Campbell, I don't know what Hopkins think. and Kane. Um, also, actually, I think Ian oh. Botham. Oh, is both. part of the ranks. Yeah. Beef, the big beef. The big uh, but beef. I haven't beef. got a quote for he's, him. He's, he's, he sees all and all countries as his enemy. And yeah. It's the warrior spirit of Ian Botham. That's all that is. Yeah. Everyone's too many shredded di- wheat. Just, everyone's just a little bit like the Aussies. So I hate them. <laughs> just they've got some sort of connection to the Aussies. Well, he's in. Well, he's kind of like Australian. I bloody hate him. All right, babe. It's fair enough. <laughs> um, so how about in the Remain camp? Oh, who they got? It? Are there any celebrities how about left? About it. Well, on the Remain side, it's a bit different because obviously it's slightly more. Let, let's be honest, yeah. in the kind of uh, on the binary of one of them is cool and the other one is not cool. Mm. Uh, I suppose Remain is quite unquote cool, isn't it? So yeah, it is. It is. It's uh, quite trendy, isn't it? 
rather than kind of scattered opinions across, you know, a pantheon of dickheads. It's more like... <laughs> the worst uh, kind of pantheon. The worst kind of pantheon. <laughs> Um, it's instead um, that you know they've got a you know there's a camp the campaign has benefited from an open letter of 200 over 250 actors and celebs wow and general beautiful good-looking people you know including benedict cumberback panola paloma faith danny boyle helena bonham carter dominic west and samuel taylor johnson oh which mentioned steve coogan thandy newton jude law patrick stewart and former kids tv presenter andy peters all right, in the mix. Well, if Peters is doing it. Um, Peters. No, I don't know if he is, but I threw it in there. I reckon he probably would. He's got to be in there. I can't imagine. I'm at, he's, he strikes me as very liberal. Yeah, I think so. I mean, look at Ed the Duck. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, he's Ed, practically... Ed the Duck. And he was Romanian, wasn't he? Ed the Duck uh, was Ed Romanian. Duck was and Romanian, I think yeah. most, people would, most people would think that Ed the Duck was at least centre-left. Yeah. You know oh, what I mean? If not, definitely. If not definitely. More, he was uh, rumoured to be somewhat of a Marxist in his university days. Heard but it. Yeah, very much kept his... Heard uh, it. Him and Gordon the Goaf. <laughs> yeah, churning out them pamphlets, ting, get me. Uh, so that's so that's a celeb letter. Oh. But oh, do you want to do you want to hear? It? Oh, I've got a I've got a portion of that letter. Oh, please that do. All, that they all wrote, and uh, here it is. It's uh, from the smallest gallery to the biggest blockbuster. Many of us have worked on projects that would have never happened without vital EU funding, or mm-hmm. by collaborating mm-hmm. across borders. Okay, slightly different point there, Celeste, but never mind, let's focus. Britain is not just stronger in Europe. It is more imaginative and more creative, and our global creative success would be severely weakened by walking away. Walk away, walk away. Uh, that's not in there. No. Uh, from, from the Bard to Bowie. The Bard, really? Like, in <laughs> the EU in 72, but whatever. Yeah. Uh, from the Bard to Bowie, <laughs> British creativity <laughs> inspires and influences the rest of the world. That's true. Yeah, that's true. that is. We believe that being part of the EU bolsters Britain's leading role on the world stage. Let's not become an outsider shouting from the wings. What a metaphor to throw in there at the end. Oh, yeah. Theatre. That is. Related for the thespians oh. in the, you know, out there. Um, so that's the Remain campaign. Wow. Kind of, uh, yeah, out of, uh, sorry, truly, Remainers. I'm truly torn by this. I mean... Aren't you torn? Do you I'm know, torn. Do we, if we leave, does that mean no more amazing British movies uh, that keep coming oh. out? Like, um, yeah, that's those, those British yourself. films. Yeah, oh. that British film. You know that British film? You know the British one. You know, it's yeah, really good. the British one with that British guy in it who yeah. did that... Um, not Simon Pegg, the other one. <laughs> the... <laughs> he was in uh, that thing, wasn't he? He was in that thing. And if we leave you, you that is that, that is will game not over. Happen. So that I, will not happen. I'm swayed there, but then on the other side, Michael Caine. Michael. I mean, he Michael. he singly, uh, he single-handedly took on the Zulus. Um, maybe I've got a little bit of information. Oh well. Maybe who? this will sway you. Oh, yeah? go for it. In case you're wondering, Ched Evans is voting leave and ah. Stephen Hawkins and 150 other Royal Society scientists are ro- voting remain, just saying. Wow. Um, wow. But then who do you go saying. with on that argument there? Because I don't know. The, you'd on think, side. well, Hawkins, yeah, what, he discovered black holes and stuff, but Ched Evans, Weather. Evs. he's got the savvy footballer brain, hasn't he? He's of, got the savvy uh, footballer brain rapist. of a sexual predator, yeah. It's, uh, a, a convicted rapist and sexual predator. Re- I mean, he, I don't even know if he's voting leave. I'm just assuming. Oh, I'm he sure he be. is. I'm sure he is. I'm looking to sway <laughs> the argument. I'm playing the game. Um, but no, I'm not. Sorry. I'm not. <clears throat> what, a, what a tug of war this is. Yeah. So that's the celebrity perspective on uh, whether to vote in or out, Paul. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But 
You're probably, oh yeah, you're probably, oh, yeah. Well, you're probably on. wondering how the mm. EU referendum will affect your sex life. Oh yeah. Jesus. Oh, it wasn't, yeah. but now I, now I you really am. You are. Oh yeah. Well, let me tell you, Paul, if you're a fan of prophylactics, oh yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Then you'll be pleased to know that there are Vote Leave branded condoms currently being handed out at universities. That's amazing. And bathhouses. I don't know about bathhouses, but. Um, <laughs> they still have bathhouses. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I threw it in there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> however, if Britain does leave, condoms will probably rise in price. And the UK would market will be flooded by inferior US condoms, uh, particularly those from the Catholic con- condom manufacturer Sin Sleeves, where every condom is pricked with holes. So every condom is st- using every condom is still a sin. Oh yeah, that's amazing. Pricked with holes by holy pricks. That is. Uh, so if we leave, you better learn the withdrawal method. Oh baby. Mm. So. Wowzers. And uh, you'll probably be interested to know, Paul, that the price of aphrodisiacs. And sex aids may vary depending on how Britain votes on the 23rd of June. The okay, price... right, I'm listening now. What, one, what yeah. one's going to affect it? What am I... Well, the price of oysters conceivably could fall if Britain regains control of its uh, fisheries. <laughs> it's really sexy fisheries. But... We do have some of the sexiest fisheries. Yeah. <laughs> but, I don't know uh... if you've ever been to Hull, but... Yeah, Hull, <laughs> sexy, sexy Hull. And, mm. But uh, deliciously sexy champagne. Belgian chocolate body paint and German rehypnophate-flavoured dildos will all probably rise in price because of the fact that, you know, they're still fucking in the EU. There Um, we go, people. Stay. There it is. So stay away from those. Uh, And finally... Wrap it up. (laughs) Finally, for those couples that like to watch the odd naughty movie, um, whether Britain stays in or leaves, your future is set to completely unchange. Um, because Britain's airwaves currently broadcast more porn channels than any other Ooh. country in Europe, including really? Germany and Holland. Ah, oh, go on, no. Pervy pairs no, looking to catch. No, so pervy pairs looking to catch a chair from Manchester, going, "Oh yeah, that's bloody lovely." Won't be disappointed because there'll still be plenty of that. Ah, oh, so. brilliant. That I, I was really worried then. Yeah. Oh, not, come so on, that's not the how uh, the EU referendum will affect your sex life. On this day in history, Paul, and today is the 30th of yep. May. Yep. Uh, last week was the 22nd of May. I don't know if you recall other three facts. I uh, actually, no, not even a little No, bit. <laughs> neither did I until but five minutes ago. Uh, they were, if you remember, it was all, It was about um, kind of days, you know, like ways to commemorate the 22nd of May. And... Um, by various kind of subculture groups of people. Mm. Uh, and uh, the first fact was in... I say fact, and I reminded everyone of the rules in that, uh, you know, one of these was true. I see the, the others. Complete shison. Piff. Utter piff. Uh, utter piffle. And uh, the first fact was in 1965, leading musicians, artists, and flouncetoffs convened to decide that the 22nd of May would be World Hippie Day. Oh, uh, yeah, fact number that's two. It. That's it. In 1979, yep. leading musicians, artists, and spit-covered pimple factories convened to decide that the 22nd of May would be World Punk Day. 
Mm-hmm. Or the final fact, fact number three, in 2009, leading musicians, artists and budding serial killers convened to decide <laughs> that 22nd of May would be World Goth Day. And as you may remember, Paul, you went for World Goth I did. Day number went, three. I went for the Goths, didn't I? went for the Goths. You did. And you were right too, Paul. Go on! You were right too. I think that's like two on the trot. Is that two on the trot? No, I got? think it's like every other one. I think every I'm averaging one. about That's not bad. About we should probably keep a record of this. Yeah. And my, uh, I do keep them all in my uh, fact of a day journal. Which <laughs> I... <laughs> one today. <laughs> on, a, uh, oh. on a quiet night, I'll uh, often open a bottle of wine and relive oh, some, of my, some of my well, greatest fact that you're, you know, memories. <laughs> I'm glad that you're celebrating in the correct way, celebrating yeah. you know each each victory and, uh, and giving it the due acknowledgement it deserves. Definitely, Definitely. This, um, is, uh, this is a big thing. Yeah, the, well, I mean, well, Goth Day, mate. Just as you may have remember, you may recall, you said, I said that some it was because things about goths cause they well, you said needy. it's because they were kind of attention seeking, yeah, and yeah. needy. Yeah. And um, I'll just give you... So the World Goth Day is described by its own website, so WGD.com or whatever it is, as um, a day where the goth scene gets to celebrate its own being and an opportunity oh. to make its presence known to the rest of the world. Oh, so I think you might have been spot on, actually. Yeah. In, in hindsight. Yeah. I was feeling so, kind of bad, like, oh, maybe I've, maybe I've offended some, no. uh, some goth listeners, but now it's just confirmed it. No, I don't think you got to feel bad about that one, fella. Nah. I think you're all right nah. there. Plus, on, uh... the good thing about goths, if you do make them feel bad, that's kind of what their whole thing is. So That's kind of what they like. Can't you know really I mean? do any harm. They'd probably yeah. get more pissed off if you were really nice. If you were like, oh, that is a well-nice shade of lipstick, mate. That's such a nice thing you're doing, yeah. Yeah, well, they'd, they'd be like, oh, bring me down. Everyone's a winner, baby. That's the truth. That is the truth. Uh, this week, Paul, facts, Ooh. 30th of May. 30th of May. And this involves, uh, mm-hmm. this week's facts involve... Um, politicians essentially Ooh. who have killed people. Oh, Jesus. Bloody killed them. Wowzers. In duels. <gasps> I challenge you to a duel. That kind of duel. Yeah. All right. So, All right. Um, fact number one. So remember, one of these happened. Two of these are utter, utter oh. heisen shisen. Um, is this that kind of shisen? It's the worst kind. <laughs> Steaming, <laughs> etc. Um, in 1745, Member of Parliament for Hackney and Bow, Terence Grantchester, killed merchant banker Ezekiel Gabenz in a duel after Ge- uh, Gabenz accused Grantchester's wife of infidelity. And fact number two, in 1806, mm-hmm. future US President Andrew Jackson killed Charles Dickinson in a duel after Dickinson accused Jackson's wife of bigamy. And wow. in 1869... Mm-hmm. French noble, French nobleman Laurence de Beauvais Le Champ uh, killed Le fellow nobleman <laughs> Henri Lazeur de Mauvignon in a duel after Lazeur de Mauvignon accused Beauvais Le Champ's wife of theft. Your wife is a thief. Your wife is nothing but a dirty thief. A dirty thief. For she, she has stolen my art. I, I don't know about <laughs> that last bit. She has stolen was... my art and my crabs. <laughs> uh... <laughs> my crabs. My crabs. <laughs> but so, three facts there, Paul. Uh, you've got a part, MP for uh, Hackney and Bow. Yep. Killing a merchant. Yep. Future US president. Mm-hmm. So he's a senator. No, I think he's a senator. Andrew Jackson. Killing Charles Dickinson. Yeah, yeah. Or French nobleman. Laurence de Beauvau, Le Champ, killing uh, Henri de Lazeur um, in a in a duel in France. So there's an Englishman, a Frenchman, Englishman, an American, a Frenchman, an American, and uh, and they kill someone. Uh, well, yeah. my money's probably on uh, probably on uh, on a Yank, Andrew Jackson, was it? Yeah. Yeah, I reckon it's him. Andrew Jackson sounds, sounds like a bad egg. 
<laughs> he sounds like a bad egg. Answers next week. Uh, only in you, kid. Only in you, kid. <laughs> this week, I'm terribly excited as I've slid my large purple love bus deep into another of Britain's back alleys, spreading the UKIP message of a stronger, whiter Britain outside of the EU. Ah, here's a proud UKIPper now, helping us on our way to victory. Oh, f off, you newt face weasel, you fing gimpy t face, fing trouser wearing. Sainsbury's eating, eating a fucking lunch and then fucking ham sandwiches and then fucking around with your fucking your fucking stupid newt face lip burglar. Excellent! Just the passion we need to make us great again. We've heard the warnings. If we stay part of the EU, our faces will most likely explode and our loved ones will be eaten by cannibal migrants. Alternatively, if we leave the EU, we'll all go blind and the floor will turn to lava. One of those statements is almost certainly true, but we won't find out which one until all the dust settles on June 24th. This is the Moss Report, and I'm talking EU referendum, baby. Oh my god. Oh my god, indeed. Now, for the last few months, all you've likely heard about is the EU referendum. Uh, you've heard fear-mongering from the Stay campaigners, you've heard bullshit from the Leave campaigners, and if you're anything like me, you're so painfully tired of the whole affair that you no longer actually give two-tenths of a shit about what happens. The petty and childish ways both sides have gone about trying to convince the British public to vote has been embarrassing to all involved, and as a result, voters are less informed and considerably more stupid than we were six months ago. With every day that passes, we're spoon-fed more and more bullshit as this situation boils on. It doesn't even seem like a political issue being debated by our elected officials anymore. It feels more like a Twitter argument that somehow come to life in the physical world and taken over our TVs and newspapers. What we are witnessing is the first reality TV political movement. Unlike almost all big decisions that have come before us, we aren't being persuaded by informed experts or by facts or a swingometer. Instead, we have characters. That Boris Johnson, he's a character, isn't he? <laughs> Although that character is the rogue from the Evelyn War novel. Yeah. Or Nigel Farage, he's a character, eh? Loves his beer, speaks his mind, looks like a racist newt. What's not to bloody love? And don't worry, hashtag in crowd, because here comes Eddie Izzard dressed up like Sue Pollard to bring some balance to the debate. A prime example of how this is not like anything we've ever faced in the UK before it was a competition that was launched this week uh, by the Pro Leave campaign that offered every man, woman and child in Great Britain the opportunity to win £50 million. £50 million. Whoa. Now, the reason it's £50 million is because that's how much we give to the EU every day. I mean, it's not. That's right. just an arbitrary sum, barked out by madmen, but that's the reason, apparently. Um, and all you have to do, it's really easy actually, all you have to do to win these 50 million bucks is correctly guess every result in all 51 games uh, in this summer's Euros. Easy. Mm, easy as that. You know, the, I mean, the odds, they're easy. about uh, about 11 squillion to one. What I don't get, though, is why the actual fuck are we informing voters this way? When did the world become so dumbed down, so politically lethargic and so repulsed by anything even resembling a sensible debate or a fact that this was decided the best way to sway voters? The one upshot 
of this kind of media circus political war that's going on is that more people are predicted to vote on June 23rd than at any election in modern history. And that should be a really, really good thing. But when it's a populace going to vote on emotion instead of fact, when we are forming our political opinions in the same manner we decide who we're backing on X Factor finals night, we are in serious trouble, my friend. Serious trouble indeed. So what we need, well, what we need is a way to engage voters uh, using the type of gaudy, social media friendly shittery that's worked so well in the build up to this referendum. Wow. <sighs> what about that? Um, what about that indeed? Yeah, it's... Uh... It, it, I think it, I I sort of got a bit of a bit of a so you know like it's a social media election type feeling yeah um, with the last general election to be honest and 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 it I think that it, it's it was leaning that way you know, wasn't this is it? how it's going to be it's now been kind actually of... um, yeah. in terms of uh, you know elections going forward and and, and referendums and whatnot uh, yeah it's a little bit it's it's pretty um, ridiculous it, because it, yeah you don't you, it's just whoever's got the loudest voice basically when when a when a thing, when a referendum comes down to, you know how it's how it's portrayed on social media, and that becomes the critical thing, then, you know, he who shouts loudest will will ultimately prevail. I mean, it's 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 completely it. devoid of any <laughs> possibility of <any> critical, <laughs> uh, you know, analysis or whatever. But they haven't even bothered to try and, or perhaps they've tried, but there hasn't even been an attempt, seem, seemingly, to ha- to have a TV debate between. Um, the main, le- you know, the leaders of the Leave no. campaign and the and the Remain campaign or whatever. Um, no, Farage and Clegg did a debate on like the Mirror's website or something right. like that. But that's the closest I've seen, and that's Farage and yeah, Clegg on the Mirror website as well. Like, um, yeah, on the Mirror website. It's not exactly somewhere I'd want to be venturing to. I want to see. Um, uh, I want to see Johnson and Cameron gloves, gloves off. off, stripped to the waist, gloves off, um, Eaton exactly. Street fight, Eaton Street fight, mixed martial art rules, whatever. I think what what's annoyed me a little bit, uh, and I think I I must say I think this this applies more to the Leave campaign, is the way that they've sort of undermine mm-hmm. uh, certain opinions in a quite ludicrous way. I think there was the um, those it was either the IMF or um, one of the sort of international sort of banking agencies. I think was it this week? I think it was the IMF kind of came out and gave some fairly yeah, stark warnings. Yeah, and, and I think it was just like the fact that the, the Leave campaign turned around and said, oh, you're just the paid-up propaganda arm of the, you know, Remain uh, campaign. You're like, how how important do you think this Remain campaign are that they're, like, able yeah. to like, go and employ a bank or whatever as a paid-up propaganda arm, you utter <laughs> knobs? But, yeah, again, th- th- those kind of arguments just, um, you know, mm. are, are just noise, aren't they? they? They detract from what people should be looking at and stuff like that. Um, that's it and again you know it goes to the to the loudest voice and not necessarily the one with the most sense or truth behind it yet again (laughs) dark days dark days (laughs) locker talk oh well fancy seeing you here Boris DeFettel Johnson well if it isn't David I was PM before Boris Cameron what a delightful surprise. Oh, I'm sure it is. This is that delightful Dago vest and headband you're wearing. Oh, my <gasps> God. It's called Charisma, Dave. It's not something that you can learn from Deloitte and bloody too. Oh, please. Well, you better start asking them for a job as you'll be needing one when the leave vote is flattened on the 23rd of June. 
the only job application I'll be filling is for Prime Minister of the new British Empire when the Remain vote is completely sodomised on 23rd of June. Oh, you'd love that, wouldn't you? That is so like you leave campaigners living in the past. I mean, <gasps> look at your headband. What are we, 1985? Uh, the past? The past? Please. I was the first to try this spin class, wasn't I? You only started coming here after I heard about it from me and Govey. Oh, you and bloody Govey. Best mate Govey. God. He's a good man. I was piling around with that puppet face wanker. You know oh. he's a dog paedophile, don't you? What? Oh, that is rubbish. Oh, that is rubbish. Everyone knows he interferes with underage dogs. What do you think he goes to Crufts every year? Silly leave campaign. It's certainly got you some nice new friends, hasn't it? <laughs> that is just like the Remain campaign. Scare tactics and misinformation. Govey, I will have you know, is an avid breeder of Labradoodles and Colombian oh, Bull Terriers. Bet he is. Bet he is. He is. That's why he goes to Crufts every year, sweetheart, celebrating a great British institution. Or have you forgotten what one of those are? Oh, shut up, you clonker. Oh, come on, Dave. When will you come out of the closet? <gasps> what are you talking about? You know exactly what I'm talking about. When will you come out of the Brexit closet? No. You hate the EU, Merkel and that horrible little frog. Why won't you just admit it? How dare you? And besides, why won't you come out of the Brexit closet? <gasps> you bitch! When will you just admit that all the people on your side are xenophobes and small-minded racists? Oh. I mean, look at that motley crew. Katie Hopkins, Ian Botham and the Chuckle Brothers. The Chuckle Brothers? Another great British institution. What's the matter with you, Dave? What's the matter with you? God, who do you think you are? Nick Clegg? Oh, who do you think you are? Nigel Fag and a Pint Farage? Well, you won't be able to have a fag and a pint in a Franco-German superstate. It'll be bloody spliffs and spritzers. The only fags you'll be smoking if we leave will mm. be illegal Uzbek imports. We will all be poorer <sighs> than a family of Geordie sex workers, we will. Ha! There you go again. Fear and misinformation. Oh. Anyway, I need to moisturise. Can you rub some E45 on my back? Yeah, give it here. Do you want me to blow in your ear while I do it? So just time for a quick look at the latest on the campaign trail, Paul. The Leave campaign. Let's do it. Let's do it. Have appeared, appear to be beset by own goals and sort of friendly fire Ooh. at the moment. Uh, on Monday, uh, the far-right group Britain First... Uh, stage an event in Leicester looking to back the Leave campaign, <laughs> uh, complete with hate-filled racist rhetoric. And a woman, uh, and this is true, a woman with Hitler mm -hmm. and swastika tattoos on show who was there, like, being photographed wow. with everyone. Um, the group were apparently chased out of Leicester. <laughs> and, That's brilliant. Yeah, which is kind of an interesting sort of uh, plug for the Leave yeah. campaign. Uh, well, it's an interesting place to take their yeah, racial hatred, isn't it? makes you wonder about yeah, their bold yeah, sort of uh, tour planner. Um, also, on Twitter, <laughs> uh, the BNP also came out, I think, yesterday and announced their backing of the Leave campaign, uh, which must Ooh. be delighting Boris Johnson and some of the more That's... moderate characters there. They must they must be delighted about that. Um, That's good. You don't hear much from the BNP these no, days, do you? No, but it's... I'm glad they're still glad They're, they're still, still around. Um, is, uh, is, uh, oh, what's his name? Peter Griffin? Peter still, Griffin. Uh... Pete Griffin. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, didn't he leave because there was sort of... It's the same story with all of these ridiculous little right-wing mm. parties. That someone leaves because they're like, yeah, it's being managed. Like, it's, you know, it's disgraceful how they're managing this. And you're like, well, it's because you're all dicks and stupid. So what did you expect? <laughs> anyway, um... Does play a bit. There's also part. like uh, I, I'm sort of having a bit of a go at the Leave campaign here, but it's just because they make it so easy. And 
it, yeah, they really you know, do. There's, there's really also do. A, I'm, I've tried to be balanced. It's but, um, the, these guys. Yeah, honestly, there's a there's a billboard. Uh, so it's it's not clear where it is actually in the UK, but it's it's a, you know a massive billboard on the side of a um, a, sort mm-hmm. of an a road, uh, and it reads "Halt the German advance." Uh, and, yes, you know what I mean? yes. And it's and I saw everywhere. this, and then the pro leavers were like, oh, "It wasn't us. It was just one of our supporters. We're really sorry." I mean, we're not going to take it down or tell them to. Yeah, yeah I just think stuff like that uh, is like, come on, guys. That's just that just cannot saw, be doing uh, you any favors. I saw on Twitter. I don't know if this is a hundred percent true, but it looked pretty legit. Someone had got a, a leaflet from a, a pro leaver claiming that the EU, and this is the the actual word on the leaflet, were planning to import import. Africans. Oh my god! And that—that that was it. Like you know, they have those little kind of bullet points. Yeah. You know, like your teeth will fall out, your dick will fall uh, off. Uh, they're going to import Africans. That is kind of just wrong and offensive on various yeah. levels. Um, that's horrific. Uh, horrific. What a way to get through to the voter. Um, yeah. Quick poll update, Paul. Um, live update uh, have the polls changed throughout the show and taking a look at it now and the Daily Mirror and the Express have the same figures for leave and remain Uh, (laughs) would you believe it the the Daily Mirror now has 2% of people who when asked whether they would leave or remain in the UK answered they will love a ham sandwich sport Uh, I've kind of I haven't really got a referendum theme to the sport Paul I'm sorry about that um, it's kind of just sport. No, no big uh, sporting so prowess from any pro leavers. Nothing. There's no. There aren't any kind of oh, leave-related sportsmen or remain. Oh. It's kind of sucky. But um, oh. I'll start with douchebag sportsman of the really week, not. as ever, if you wouldn't mind. Uh, this week it's Australian Grand Prix driver Daniel Ricciardo. I think that's how you say his name. Who claimed his own Red Bull team screwed him. They screwed me. Oh. Following a long pit stop, which cost him the lead in the Monaco Grand Prix. Why did you do that, uh, Red Bull? Second place finisher. Yeah. I can't believe Dragons. Uh, second. I think he finished second as well. And he calls himself the Honey Badger. Um, an all-round team player, Ricardo, went on to say, they were running around like ducks in there. And added that if presented with any explanation from the team, I don't want to hear it. <laughs> so uh, not coming across as a... No, no. Uh, what, a, what a douchebag. Um, Worthy winner. Worthy I mean, I winner. saw what happened... Yeah, well, he he didn't win, unfortunately. But he, I mean, he, of douchebag yeah. of the week, he's won that. Oh yeah, he's no, won, he won that. that. <laughs> <laughs> he's definitely won that. He's, he's smashed that. That's his. <laughs> no pit stop ruined him for that one. But um, yeah, what happened in the pits was kind of like annoying, you know. It, and it did probably cost. It, I don't know if it cost him the race, but it certainly cost him the lead at one point in the race. And um, but do you go out there and you just openly? You can't say they did it on like purpose. That? I know, like, I know. What the hell? Yeah. They screwed me. They bloody hate me in there. It's just like, Mr. Ricciardo, you need to just chill the f, yeah. f out, really. Um, so that's douchebag of the week. Unlucky bastard of the week. You probably this won't come as a surprise. Uh, surprise. And it's got a Euro slant to it. Oh, probably, yes. Be delighted to hear. And it's uh, this week's unlucky bastard is Atletico Madrid footballer Juan Fran, uh, who missed the decisive penalty mm. in the Champions League final on Saturday, which saw local rivals Real take the trophy. After winning 5-3 on penalties with a shirtless, nipple-hair-plucked, body-waxed Ronaldo <laughs> screeching his celebration at scoring Perfectly hairless so body. Perfectly hairless. Absolutely pristine. He has a, a not team a of people who, uh, who pluck him every morning. I read that. Yeah, that's what I'd heard. Uh. That's what I'd heard. Um, so, yeah, pr- pretty unfortunate for anyone, really, that mm. misses the kind of decisive penalty. Yeah, so he gets the John Terry Award. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and they'd played pretty well in that game yeah. up until that point. I mean, let's not forget here. I mean... Y- Real have 
got a huge amount more resources. Well, a team of megastars, aren't they? A team of megastars, megastars, the Galacticos and all the rest and of it. And uh, Gareth, uh, yeah, Gareth Bale before the match said that no one in the Atletico squad would uh, would start for Real Madrid. So it's nice to know that yeah. he's really humble. Yeah, but what a humble man! Um, humble, yeah, humble he's not Gareth Bale a dick since leaving Spurs. I'm glad about that. Yep. Uh, <laughs> Um, just time Paul for an audio Instagram oh, if you love don't mind. These. absolutely love these don't please mind. do please do um, it's a bit of an EU ref hello slant I think hello good old EU one um, this uh, this week's audio Instagram is a picture of Benedict Cumberbatch ah Benedict Cumberbatch. reading a book of Shakespeare against a black rat black background with a croissant on a plate on the table mm. next to him <laughs> the picture is Instagrammed with a hashtag vote remain I think it speaks for itself oh Cumberbatch you've done it again he's done it summed up a again. nation summed up a nation <laughs> uh, so that brings this week's show oh, to a long overdue oh, close uh, and we hope you've enjoyed oh. our indispensable guide to all hope, issues yeah. of pertaining I, to the referendum I hope you're all feeling more educated I am and ready I'm ready for, for the mm, June 23rd Exactly. Um, we will no doubt be giving you uh, up to the minute mm-hmm. advice mm-hmm. and guidance throughout that uh, period on the night. So, so look out for us on Twitter uh, when uh, when that's going on. But um, and generally follow us on Twitter oh, at, at Crystal Digest. It's really easy to do uh, that. If you've Twitter, got, do it's it. really easy. Yeah. It's really Take easy. Two seconds. Come do it now. Do Exa- it now. Yeah. Go on. Go on. Do it now. Go on. Subscribe on iTunes. Follow us on SoundCloud.com. Yeah, we'll do that. Well. Hyphen Hyphen Digest. And if you've got any comments or suggestions or want us to talk about anything, email us, thegristledigest at gmail.com. See you next time. See ya.